Hey there, future fans! Welcome back to Future Flicks with Billiam. It has been two weeks since my last episode, and I hope you miss me a little. Well, this week we have secret lesbians, riots, and gem collecting. It's the week of April 27th, 2018, and this is episode 86 of Future Flicks with Billiam. everyone welcome back welcome back to future flicks with billiam i know it's been a while and if you follow me on twitter you know why and if you know me you know why i recently got married my beautiful wife Anne is blogger rooting branches who you should all all check out the blog not her because she's mine but seriously uh, check out her blog but we, we got married two weeks ago and it's uh it's a lot to get into it wasn't a big ceremony but we we want we kind of wanted to get it done and then do something bigger later. And also, I couldn't afford much time off. So we just took a very short honeymoon to Solvang, California, where we spent about three days there. It's, it's one of our favorite places to go. If you ever get a chance to go there, it, it's amazing. It's a little bit of the Danish countryside on California's beautiful central coast. Okay, well, not actually on the coast, but um, that, that's a quote from the show Psych. One of their Christmas episodes, they spent it in Solvang. Anyway, I'm back now and just in time. We have a big movie week and only three releases that aren't uh, limited or straight to video. But the big movie this week, you all know what it is. But there are other movies coming out. Other movies for you, your viewing pleasure one day. Or maybe in the theaters. Maybe the big pick this week isn't up your alley. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Myself and this show, you are listening to Future Flicks with Billiam, and by process of elimination, I am Billiam. This is a little show I do where I talk about all of the movies coming out during the week. I tell you, for the most part, what they're about and who's in them. For any limited releases, I just tell you what it's about and who's in them, and then that's it. But for the bigger releases or the limited ones that caught my attention, I will also talk about it a little more and then give it a score. This score is what I call the Billiam's Interest Level Score, or the Bill Score, so aptly named. The show starts out, after the housekeeping, with some news, and then we go into the trailer trove, where I mention any new trailers that have come out. And I am not perfect. Uh, stories, news stories, go right past me sometimes. I, I, I miss them. Uh, trailers I miss sometimes. And hell, I've missed movies before. So that's when I send it out to you. If you know that I have missed something, if you're like, hey, hey, this guy missed something. He is not perfect. He just has a dashing voice. Then you get in contact with me in one of the ways I'm about to tell you. You go, hey, you missed this story. You missed this trailer. You missed this movie. Get good. And I'll talk about it on the next show. I am part of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. It's a great grouping of shows. The first show 
and the flagship show is Somewhat Nerdy Radio, done by Snarf, Chris, Critter, and Danger. And also on the network is Nerds of the Squared Circle that has Chris, Snarf, Chris, and Sam Kiss. That is a wrestling podcast, and I've listened to quite a few. Just because when I recommended it to people, I wanted to be able to say that I've listened to more, and I have, and it's by far my favorite. Uh, Sam Kiss has a Rain Man level encyclopedic knowledge of the WWE. And not just that, he knows a lot about all these other wrestling promotions too, and his chemistry with Snarf Chris is great, and the, the two have a great shows. So check out all of the shows on the network, but thank you. Thank you for listening to mine. For all of my return listeners, I appreciate it. I thank you every week, and I mean it every week. And to all the new listeners, Thank you for giving me a shot. I, I really appreciate it, and I hope you like what you hear. So how do you listen to me? Well, you're doing a good job so far, but in case you didn't know, you can also find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website. That is somewhatnerdy.com. I will always put links on our Facebook page, too, usually linking to the Somewhat Nerdy Facebook or somewhat nerdy website. If the app you prefer ever doesn't work, if, if our episodes don't show up, let one of us know. Tweet us, email us, and we'll work on that. And how do you reach me? That is a great question. Well, you can either reach me by email, which is billiamreviews at gmail.com, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, which I've been terrible on for the past two weeks, but I promise you could get better. And I feel that's a promise I'm always trying to make because I am really bad with social media. I am terrible. Back in the MySpace, like Live Journal and then MySpace days, that's all over social media. I, I loved it and on all the time, but now I, I like it, but I, I get distracted by other things. Anyway, Twitter and Instagram at BilliamSWN. You can leave a comment on SoundCloud, leave a comment on the Summit Nerdy website, leave a comment on Facebook. Just, just get in contact with me. You can answer the question of the week, which we will go over later, or just say, hey, you can give me a movie recommendation, which our great listener Brian Q always does. Though, sorry, Brian, I have not been able to watch many movies recently, so I, I will get on your ever-growing list. Or, you know, just go, hey, what's up? How you doing? I'll go, hey, I'm fine. Just at work right now. What's up with you? You know, something like that. But anyway, that is it for the housekeeping. That is enough about me talking about me. Let's go into our first segment, which, as always, is the news. A Quiet Place topped the weekend box office passing Rampage. I Feel Pretty, the Amy Schumer flick, came in third because I guess the world forgot we no longer liked her. And fourth was, of all movies, Super Troopers 2, which is expected to get, because I'm recording this before the final numbers come in, which is expected to get $22 million. This according to Box Office Mojo. Actor Vern Troyer died on the 20th at age 49. He's best known for his role as Mini-Me in the Austin Power series. People have people have varying opinions on the man who suffered from achondroplasia dwarfism. People who watched him on the UK Big Brother knew him as a misogynistic jerk, while people who followed him on social media knew him as a happy guy who loved life. Either way, it's sad to see him go. He was the third in a in the latest string of three celebrity deaths. It started with the former first lady Barbara Bush, then the musician Avicii, and then Troyer. And I know, I know, I know that the people dying in threes thing is bullshit. No matter how long you wait, there's going to be a third. And then if you really end it there, the next person will just be one. And then someone else is going to die and someone else is going to die. And then they, you can group that as three if you want. We put patterns in things. But for those of you who do believe in that, there we go. 
There it is. IndieWire has been releasing articles with 2019 Oscar predictions, and to that, I laugh at them. Ha ha ha, ho ho ho. Laughter. It's way too early to tell, and also, you're making this list assuming that the best person always wins, and some smaller movie won't get a huge Oscar-chasing budget and outshine someone else. I'm also laughing at their list, because for both the Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor predictions, they have actors from Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan, respectively. And while they did do great work, they're assuming a comic book movie is going to win a major award. And we all know the Academy has too big of a stick up their collective ass to let a genre flick win too much. Though, of course, it is possible. It is possible. Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan did great jobs. Uh, Black Panther was just a fantastic movie. James Cameron has been in the news recently in regards to the Avengers series of movies, and, and I want to talk about this briefly. I want to make sure people know what he actually said. I've read five different articles, and three of them had different stories to spin. And here's the truth. James Cameron is a fan of Marvel movies. He's a fan of the Avengers movies, but he is just hoping that after these set of movies are done, Hollywood will move on. He hopes that they get Avengers fatigue, as he calls it, and he hopes that they move on because he says that there are other stories to tell and having the Avengers no longer in the spotlight will help those stories shine. That's it. That's all he said. Some news outlets are going, oh, he hates the Avengers. Urgh. He, he's an old man that shakes his cane at things and wants kids to get off his lawn and stop playing that rap music. But if you read honest articles, he admits to being a huge fan of the franchise. And you know what? Good for him. I, I get his point. I see it. I, I love the Marvel movies too. But when they come out, there's there's just this huge span of time from when they come out to like the four weeks after, normally when they leave theaters, that other movies don't have a chance. But of course, that's, that's just my opinion on it and James Cameron's opinion. Well, let's wrap up the news with another non-story story. This one, again, from IndieWire. So apparently... Gravity, the 2013 movie starring Sandra Bullock, is the most inaccurate sci-fi movie in regards to realism in space. Are you f***ing kidding me? Are we really bitching about a f***ing fictional movie not being scientifically accurate? Also on this list of non-accurate movies are Armageddon, Red Planet, Mission to Mars, Planet of the f***ing Apes, and f***ing Spaceballs. Spaceballs is on this list. One of the complaints from some ass from NASA is the fact that Sandra Bullock isn't wearing a diaper under her spacesuit. Are you kidding me? If any of you wonderful future fans out there know this dip from NASA, I want to talk to him or her. I want to see him or her and see how far their head is up their own ass. F you random NASA person and f you IndieWire for writing this story. It is stupid. Space balls. Inaccurate. What? I thought it was the number one most cited movie for astrophysics dissertations. Get the f*** out of here. All right. Okay. I'm calm. I'm calm. I've taken a sip of my drink. And it's time to move into the trailer trove. Avast. And welcome to the trailer trove. Well, everyone, we missed a lot while I was away, so let me just discuss the stuff I loved the most. Most of this is new, some of it's a little old, so you may have already known about this. Of course, you may already know everything I ever talk about, because you are that informed. But thank you for listening anyway. Deadpool 2 had its final trailer, and oh my god, it looks f***ing fantastic. More of the same, 
just bigger and better. The biggest worry when 2 was given a bigger budget was that they were going to try too hard and thus ruin the sequel. Well, it looks like they're not, and I can't wait to find out who Peter actually is. If he's anyone from the comics at all, that is. He could just be a character they invented. We also got a full first look at Shatterstar and an explanation on Domino's powers for those who didn't know, and Domino looks sick. This is released May 18th. Equalizer 2 has a first trailer, and just like Deadpool 2, it looks like more of the same, and that's exactly what I was hoping for. The Equalizer can be mentioned in the same breath as John Wick, a hyper-violent action film that has more than just its level of violence to offer fans. This movie, of course, was based off the 80s TV show starring Edward Woodward, this film adds Pedro Pascal, Bill Pullman, and Melissa Leo to the cast, and this is set to come out on July 20th. Life of the Party, the new Melissa McCarthy movie, has a second trailer, and it looks funny. Even though McCarthy plays different characters in her movies, the films are all still similar. Just like in the way stupid comedies like 21 Jump Street, Office Christmas Party, Masterminds, things like that are similar. So there are differences that fans can definitely see, differences that not even that even non-fans can see, and for those people who hate those type of movies, they all look the same. But I like her movies, uh, don't get me wrong, but you know if her movies are your type of film or not. This is yet another movie she's worked on with her husband, the writer, producer, director, and actor Ben Falcone. This comes out May 11th. Alright folks, I have to say Hotel Artemis looks pretty baller. This is a movie about a hospital for criminals that's disguised as a hotel. One day, a bank robber gets shot and his crew takes him to that hotel, but it turns out they stole a lot more than just money. And it's made the head of a criminal organization very angry, so he comes for the thieves who are held up at the Artemis. Trouble is, for them, the Artemis has rules. And one of those rules is that people are protected when on Artemis grounds. And also all the Artemis staff, doctors, nurses, and orderlies are all f***ing badass and can murder as well as anyone else. This stars Jodie Foster in what looks like an amazing performance, though she's a great actress in general. Sophia Botella, Sterling K. Brown, Dave Bautista, Jeff Goldblum, Zachary Quinto, and Charlie Day. And Charlie Day in a serious role that it, it, it took me a while at first to recognize him. Because I'm like, oh, that looks like Charlie Day. But then I just saw that little scene he was in. I'm like, oh, no, that's not him. This film looks pretty sick, and it comes out June 8th. Future fans, I have a question for you. But let's sit down. Let's, let's talk. Let's, um, let's chit-chat. Have you ever wondered... What it would be like if a sci-fi original movie got a big budget, famous actors, and a wide release? Well, The Meg has answered that question. This is a shark movie about a group of scientists who have stumbled upon the last living megalodon. If you don't know, the megalodon is an extinct species of shark that lived about 2.5 million years ago and averaged about 34 feet long but could get up to 60 feet long. This film stars Jason Statham, Bing Bing Lee, Ruby Rose, Rain Wilson, Masi Oka, and Cliff Curtis. And it looks stupid, it looks over the top, it looks amazing. Elle Fanning has a new movie coming out on May 25th. It's called Mary Shelley, and it's a movie about the author of Frankenstein named, wait for it, Mary Shelley. I'm not sure if this is going to be a horribly accurate movie, but it does look like it's going to give us yet another great performance from the younger of the two Fannings. On top of her, this movie stars Macy Williams and Douglas Booth. 
We have two more movies in the trove. The next one is a film called American Animals. This is part docudrama, part heist movie. And yes, I know that sounds awesome. This film is about a group of college students who decide to steal millions of dollars worth of rare books from their school's library. And they base their heist off heist movies. I can't wait. And finally, earlier today, I'm recording this on the 23rd. Earlier today, we got a better looking trailer for Venom. And I must say, I'm I'm excited. I'm still a little scared. I really am because there's no mention of Spider-Man in that. But of course, they'd want to keep that secret because there's still a lot of speculation because Tom Holland was on the set of Venom. And if you remember, former Sony executive Amy Pascal, who's also a producer on Venom, said in an interview right next to Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel, she said that the movies from the Sony universe and the Disney universe are are connected. Even though Kevin Feige said in interviews before that they are not connected. But if you remember hearing about this, some people like the Nerdist and other websites like that made a big deal of it when it happened. But he was next to her in an interview. And when she announced that, yes, they're part of the same universe, instead of saying anything, he just had this big gulp like, oh, shit, what did she say? So he could be playing it close to the chest and she came out and ruined it for him. Or maybe she was just terribly wrong and he's like, oh, God, this is going to blow up in our face. Either way, Tom Holland was seen on the set of Venom. He is listed in the IMDb page, which, of course, doesn't mean really anything because a lot of people can edit IMDb pages. But there's hope. There's hope because there is no Venom without Spider-Man. Even though Venom went off and did his own thing, Venom became his own character. His his origin revolved around Spider-Man. And they're obviously changing that part. But I just hope at least Spider-Man's involved. Venom is coming out this October. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the first part of the show. We're done with the news. And oh, actually, actually, there's one more news story. So I've talked about this a lot. You've heard about this on the Somewhat Nerdy podcast. And you've heard about it everywhere. People talking about the merger between Marvel and and Fox. Well, Kevin Feige has come out and said that, yes, we are merging, but don't expect to see anything of these new acquisitions for at least a few years. He said right now that their focus is going to be on completing what they've already promised, and then they will look at the new things. So don't expect any Fox characters to appear in Infinity War or in the next Avengers movie or for a while. But if it means finally getting a good Fantastic Four movie, and if it means the X-Men films getting better, then I'm all down to wait. That story came to us from Joe Blow. All right, now, now we are done. We're done with the news, we're done with the trailers, and let's step into our first break, which brings us a word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Stay tuned. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. 
All right, welcome back. Welcome back from the break. I didn't get much of a break. I just sat here for a little bit. Such is my life. No, I do a lot. I, I do a lot of stuff. That, that's a joke. But seeing as I record on my own and I can pause whenever the hell I want, I really don't need to take that break. I just do it to put an ad in. Well, future fans, let's get into the limited releases this week. There are quite a few limited releases and only three movies that made it out of that section. And remember, Tell me, do you like this way of, of doing it? Do you like it that I'm skipping all these smaller releases that you may never see in a theater? Or do you miss me talking about every movie? So please let me know. But anyway, the first movie, the first limited movie of the week is a movie called The Escape of Prisoner 614. Two inept small town sheriff's deputies catch an escaped prisoner they believe was wrongly convicted. This stars Ron Perlman from Hellboy, Martin Starr from Silicon Valley, and Jake McDormand from The Limitless TV Show. And this movie almost made it out of this section. And, and I want to say maybe you should put it on your to-be-watch list someday. It looks entertaining, but highly skippable. Basically, a black man didn't get a fair trial in the South. And um, he's going back to prison or to death row. I don't know. And these two deputies that catch him are not quite sure. It, it looks interesting, but it, it kind of looks like a Lifetime original movie just got a bigger budget. Next up is a movie called Love and Bananas. Yes, you, you heard me right. Ashley Bell and a team of elephant rescuers led by world-renowned Asian elephant conservationist Lek Chowlert embark on a daring 48-hour mission across Thailand to rescue a 70-year-old captive blind Asian elephant. And I'm sorry, that, that's actually a serious, um, <laughs> that's actually a serious premise, and it's a documentary. So I, I kind of feel like a dick for laughing, or not laughing, but doing a voice for it, but just the way it's written seems a little try-hardy to me. But let's, let's ignore the way the premise was worded on IMDb and focus on the fact that this is a documentary about saving elephants, and that's something I support. And if that's something you support too, maybe check this out. Next up in the limited releases is a movie called Armed. Chief, a former U.S. Marshal, has fallen on hard times. When an old team member visits, he finds himself caught up in a plot he never imagined. This was written, directed, and stars Mario Van Peebles, and if you remember the 90s action movie Solo, then you'll know him. What I didn't know is that he's directed movies before. He directed the Wesley Snipes movie New Jack City and various TV episodes of shows like Nashville, NCIS, Empire, The Last Ship, and so on. It also stars William Fickner from Prison Break and Columbus Short from The Losers. This movie had promise because it's about a former soldier with, with, a, with a mental problem who thinks that there's this big thing going on, that he's part of some huge conspiracy, but people around him are going, dude, what the f*** is going on? Are you off your meds? So according to the trailer, at least, or at least from what we saw from the trailer, I'm not sure which one it is. It could all be in his head or it could be real. And this movie had promise, but it just fell a little short of being, of making it out of the limited category. The next movie, I'm still not sure if it's actually a movie hitting theaters or if it's just a straight to YouTube movie. I really don't know because I watched the trailer just to see if it'd be worth, uh, worth talking about more. And I, well, I guess it worked. I am talking about it more, but because of the fact that I, I don't know what to think. The next movie is called Selfie Dad. A struggling father starts his own how-to YouTube channel. This stars no one. It stars Selfie Dad. Uh, it's basically a movie based on this guy's own YouTube channel. And um, yeah, uh, I mean, I did laugh once or twice during the trailer. So yeah, good, good job. Y you made me laugh, but you also made me scratch my head. 
The next movie is called The Week Of. The parents of a soon-to-be married couple make the final preparations for the wedding ceremony. This is a Netflix original movie starring Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, and Rachel Dratch from Saturday Night Live, as well as Steve Buscemi from Con Air. Again, this is another one that almost made it out of this section, but it just looks... This makes Sandy Wexler look good. Let me just say this. The only reason it almost made it out of this segment was because it's on Netflix and anyone can watch it. Yay! The next movie on the list is called Let the Sunshine In. Uh, This is about Isabel, a Parisian artist, divorced mother, who is looking for love. True love at last. This stars French people, and we've seen this a million times before. There's no reason to watch this at all. And the final movie, before we get into the bigger movies and I do a little more talking, is called Backstabbing for Beginners. A young program coordinator at the United Nations stumbles upon a conspiracy involving Iraq's oil reserves. This stars Theo James from the Detergent series and Ben Kingsley from Iron Man 3. Woo! Yay! You know, but but before we do that, let's jump into that final break so we can listen to a word from our friends at Nerds of the Square to Circle and the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Stay tuned. Nerds of the Square Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Square Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's time for the bigger movies. There are three bigger movies, or or at least two that are going to get bigger releases and one limited one that looked interesting to me. So let's start with that one. The movie is called Disobedience. A woman returns to the Orthodox Jewish community that she was banished from years ago. She returns to find the woman she loved still living there. The trouble is, all the feelings come back and cause a lot of problems in their small community. The stars Rachel McAdams from Mean Girls and Rachel Weisz from The Mummy. I'm going to be honest, I I don't know a lot about the Orthodox Jewish community. Uh, The only thing I know about them is from movies where either they're just normal ass people just like you and me, except that, you know, they're a little more strict about everything they can do, or they're the enemy. And I find that they're so mysterious to the rest of the world, at least to the rest of America, that that, that's the only way a Hollywood can interpret them. 
But this movie looks like it takes it somewhere in the middle. Looks like a, a, just an average area with these people living uh, with ve very strict rules, especially about homosexual relationships. And so now we have these two people who have been fighting their feelings for years and, you know, the distance between them helped. But now they're back together and they realize they do love each other and the community and one of the woman's husbands is basically getting in the way of it. The only movie about Orthodox Jews I've ever seen was Fiddler on the Roof. And I don't think that's the best uh, the best movie to use as a lesson. That's why I was really interested in the movie Menashe or Menashe that came out of... Uh, a few months back about that Orthodox Jewish father whose wife died. So the community took his son from him because a man cannot raise a son alone. A woman has to do it. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, yeah, sure. I know that's our way and all, but I, I love my boy and I want to raise him. And that movie looked like a much better representation than, you know, than other movies and especially, especially other TV shows. And it's usually a a medical drama or a crime drama where somehow the Orthodox Jewish community is getting in the way of either saving someone's life or solving a crime. It was just brought to my attention that apparently the show Grey's Anatomy did a good job dealing with with this, where in the same season they had one where this kid wanted to live and the family was super religious and they're like, no, you can't have this heart transplant. Die, bitch. And then in the other one, it was the other way around. The parents were like, no, save my kid. And the kid was like, no, I, I believe in God's plan. And, and that sounds really interesting because in shows, usually in shows like that, you see the their their belief as a bad thing, as in stopping something, as in, nope, God will provide. We're not going to do this thing that science has proved because God will provide. And that's why I was kind of interested in seeing Minash because it showed the it showed the culture, it showed these people and their religion, but it also showed this guy who's like, okay, well, why do we do this part though? Why can't I be with my son? And in Fiddler on the Roof, they were singing all the time. If I was a rich man, or you know, whatever. Yeah, they they covered that Gwen Stefani song. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, that was a bad that was a bad joke. But I, I'm really interested to see how this movie deals with the Orthodox Jewish community because this movie is being heralded as a as a movie for LGBT people and for women's rights, so says a couple articles I read. <clears throat> but I want to see if it's also fair to th to the community about this, and th that would be very interesting. And come on, Rachel McAdams and Rachel Weisz, can we ask for better actresses? Okay, we could. Uh, and just said Emily Blunt, and and okay, she's right. But um, the two Rachels are pretty great. But if you want to watch a really slow, really methodical, really uh, or potentially aggravating movie, if you want to see a romance that's just like Romeo and Juliet was star-crossed, uh, then watch this. Or you can watch the big movie. Well, whichever, whichever you want to do. Disobedience gets a 7 out of 11. The second to last movie of the week is a film called Kings. Millie is a foster mother living in South Central Los Angeles. It's a tough area to live in and she has a full-time job looking after the children. But when the Rodney King verdict is announced, the city erupts into violence and her job has just become harder. This stars Halle Berry from Monsters Ball, Daniel Craig from Skyfall, Lamar Johnson from The Next Step, and Rachel Hilson from Rise. I can't even imagine what it was like to be there in South Central LA during that time. 
The Rodney King beating was a, an atrocity. There was no reason to beat him. And I, I'm not going to talk about the, the trial too much because that's just a small part of the movie. The, the actual trial, that is. So now Millie has to watch out for these children who don't want to be part of this, who just want to stay safe, who are scared of the world, scared of what the cops may do because they're black, scared of what the rioters may do because they're angry, scared from both sides. But still, people are trying to pull them into this, and I think we have a very interesting movie on our hands. So far, this movie has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, so you know what that means, folks. Let's go see it. Let's love this movie, because f*** them up their pompous asses. But anyway, I, I don't want to get on another rant about them. But this looks good. It looks like a good, a good performance from Halle Berry. And it's about something that's always a hot topic. Hopefully one day it won't be. Hopefully one day we'll be past all this. But right now it is. It's it's a hot button topic. And here we are with a movie that seems like it could be taking place today. Like right now we live in a world that if another shooting had come out, either a mass shooting, people wouldn't be surprised. So maybe this is a movie we need right now to see the human element, the uh, how this affects people. But looking at this as just a movie, as only a movie, it still looks good. Halle Berry looks like she does a good job. Daniel Craig looks like he does a good job. This looks like it's a, a well-done movie that I look forward to see sometime, just not now. Kings gets an 8 out of 11. And finally, my future fans, it is time for the pick of the week, and you all know what it is. Say it with me. This week's pick of the week is Avengers Infinity War. The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. Uh, this stars everyone. So I'm just going to say actors' names, because if you're already familiar with the MCU, you know who these people are and who they play. So this stars Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlett Johansson, Benedict Cumberbatch, Don Cheadle, Chadwick Boseman, Josh Brolin, Tom Hiddleston, Zoe Saldana, Sebastian Stan, Karen Gillian, Tom Holland, Palm Clementif, Vin Diesel, Idris Elba, Paul Bettany, Denai Gurira, Jeremy Renner, Dave Batista, Paul Rudd, Benicio Del Toro, Bradley Cooper, John Favreau, Gwyneth Paltrow, Peter Dinklage, Angela Bassett, Michael Douglas, Sean Gunn, Anthony Mackie, and Benedict Wong. <sighs> no, I didn't say all that in one breath. I, I paused a couple times. That would have been impressive, wouldn't it? It would have been. But there's a name you didn't hear. You didn't hear Brie Larson. Because if you didn't hear, I, I don't think I talked about this story because it, I, I believe I missed it when it happened. But Brie Larson's scenes have been cut from Avengers Infinity War. So she was there. She filmed scenes. But the, her parts were all cut. So she is not in this movie. We thought this was going to be the first time we we're going to see Captain Marvel. But it turns out, nope, we're going to see her in her own movie. If you remember, when the, the first trailer came out, I, I didn't have high hopes for this. I thought it was going to be, uh, oh god, what's the, uh, what's the word? A cluster f Because look at all those actors, or listen, since it's a podcast, to all those actors. That's a metric ton of people. So I thought the movie was going to spend so much time trying to give everyone their screen time that it'd be a chaotic mess. But the more trailers that came out, the more I I had hope for this movie. And based on the final trailer, I think this is going to be really good. So my opinion on this movie went from a complete show to really good just because the trailers got better and better. 
Of course, we know we're going to see more of certain people just because they're either they're really famous actors who have it in their uh, in their contract or because they're fan favorites. But I think they're going to do a good job of showing everyone. Also, let's take a bet. Who's going to die? I, I have one vote so far for Captain America, which makes sense because Captain America died in the comics. And then theoretically, someone from another movie or another, another series of movies may not die because, you know, if they just kill Gamora, then you know what? Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of f***. So I think it's going to be one of the main ones. And I would vote for Scarlett Johansson, but I'm not going to be that lucky. It's probably going to be, I'm going to say Chris Evans also, or God, no, Captain America seems like the best choice. I mean, as the movies go, go have, have gone on, Captain America has gotten more and more annoying. He's even surpassed Iron Man as far as annoying goes. Okay, you know what? I'll, or, or I'm going to say Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier could be the other one just because this is his final, you know, I'm going to save the day and then I die. Have I, have I redeemed myself? But of course, I'd be really impressed if they shocked us all and went with Hulk or Thor. But yeah, this movie looks a lot better than I thought it was originally going to be. And uh, I can't wait. I don't want to see this opening weekend just because I don't want a theater full of fanboys and girls. Let's not be sexist. I don't want a theater full of fan people because they're super annoying because there's a wide array of them. And if I know if I have learned anything from going to these movies over the years, it's that they do fall into groups. They fall into the groups of people who know how to shut the f up at the theater and then people who talk so much. I want to curb stomp them outside of the theater. Either way, this movie is promising. Uh, early reviews coming in saying it's good, but flawed, but still really good. And that's at this point, that's exactly what I expect. I loved Black Panther. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I loved a lot of these movies, but none of these movies have been without the, have been without their flaws. And I think with these movies, we have learned to not expect perfection, but to expect fun. And that's exactly what this movie is going to deliver. Avengers Infinity War probably won't be the best Marvel movie yet, but it will be up there. Avengers Infinity War gets a 9 out of 11. And with that, my future fans... That is it for the movies, and we move on to the question of the week, and like I predicted, I didn't get any answers for for last or last episode's question of the week, because it's been more than a week. So I will put it on the back burner, try again later, but let's just, let me just say the question again. It's what situation would guarantee your death in a movie? That was brought up because The Quiet Ones had come out, and I had said, and thus my answer would be, being quiet. I have a hard time being quiet. I cough a lot. I crack knuckles, crack my back, crack my neck. I talk a lot. I I snore. The minute I went to sleep, I would die. All right, good night, sweetheart. <clears throat> Dead. That that's what would happen. That's how, that's how I would die. And future fans, I had a question all set up for this week. Something that had to do with the Avengers, or something that had to do with one of the movies coming out, and it has completely slipped my mind. So the next logical thing is to talk about snacks. Okay, uh, Anne doesn't get my my train of thinking for this. So I had been thinking about Avengers. Oh God, what was it? What was the question? Blah blah blah. Avengers is a good popcorn film. Popcorn film snacks, ladies and gentlemen. What is your favorite movie snack or combination of snacks? So ideally, if you go to a movie, what snacks do you have? See, I'm hoping to throw an easy one out and uh, maybe I'll get more answers because we have our usual people who answer. And th thank you again, everyone who does. And, and if you have never answered, now is the best time. It's always the best time to start. 
Answer this question, answer the last one, the one before that, all the way back to number one, and I will talk about them on the show. And as always, if I ever miss an answer, if you answered somewhere and I somehow didn't see it because I'm not as perfect as I claim I am, let me know. And I'll go, hey, random person, I'm sorry that I missed your answer. I'm going to talk about it on the next episode. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 86. We're growing ever closer to episode 100, and I still have to think of something special to do, because it's like uh, it's like Ken Petrie said, that the, it will sneak up on me, and you know what? I, I bet it will. And I think the two-year anniversary for the somewhat nerdy podcast happened while I was on hiatus, so uh, congratulations, guys, if I if I haven't said so already. And if I, if I did say so, and I forgot about it, congratulations again! Two years! Woo! Mine's coming up. Well, you can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website. That's somewhatnerdy.com. I'd really appreciate it if you take a few minutes out of your day to give the podcast a five-star rating. I would love all the stars, and then leave a comment to tell me what I'm doing right, tell me what I need to improve on, and how do you reach me? Great question. Leave a comment for me on the Somewhat Nerdy website or Facebook page. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. Hit me up on Twitter, at BilliamSWN, and the same handle for Instagram. Email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. And be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle podcasts, also on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Don't forget the Watch Your Mouth podcast, Friends of the Show. Don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy site for all of our latest blogs and news. And finally, my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, my future fans, Please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billion from Somewhat Nerdy signing off. I'll see you in the future.